You're listening to Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football. The one and only podcast dedicated to providing analysis, advice, and entertainment for salary cap fantasy football players. Now, here are your hosts, Tim Kennedy and Sean McGuire. I, th- I think there's just not going to be enough volume to s- sustain Tyreek Hill as the wide receiver 7 or Waddle as the wide receiver 16. <laughs> All right, well, gather around, everybody. It is time once again for the Steel Salary Cap Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Tim Kennedy. Sorry, I just love that second sound effect. Because I, I, you, you, you told me you threw something in there. I didn't think of what the problem was, but as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, last year we would start talking and like my monotone voice sounds exactly as it does in the recording. So it's like, like, you couldn't even tell like what was the, what was the hot take and what was the, the thing, right? Right. So. Yeah. Every once in a while it got a little confusing as to, uh, are we, yeah. are we back in yeah, reckoning this, time? Or? Yeah. yeah reckon, past or present. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So unfortunately I had to play that one coming out of my mouth. That was back in our piecing together the 2022 trade and free agency puzzle episode, mm. episode 120. That's a mouthful. That's that was a lot. I, I we gave that one a long title. That episode. It probably was a long episode too. I, I guess. Yeah, like they're all <laughs> depending on people's opinions. They might depending all be if long I'm, if I'm present. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now let me defend myself a little bit. I, I obviously didn't fit the the puzzle pieces together quite right for that clip. But um, I I was concerned going into last season that the volume just wouldn't be there for those two receivers. Uh, Miami, if I I remember right, they had hired uh, the the run game coordinator from another team and they had assembled all these running backs. And I thought they were going to be a run heavy team. Mm-hmm. Which was looking back, like, no, why would they ever do that with Tyreek Hill and well, Jalen Waddle the, on the they team? They don't have but... the personality on the ground, or the personality. Sorry, the talent. I don't know what word I was going to say. The personality. The personnel. personnel. I said personality. Yes, what I meant is personality. Yeah. For for running. Can we just? Can <laughs> just you make that start, sound again? Start over. <laughs> I'm just Here we go. <laughs> Um, But yeah, Hill ended up third in the entire league with targets. He had 170 targets last year. And Waddle didn't need as many targets. He just didn't. He was 24th in targets. He saw 116 of them. Um, But he was so efficient with those targets. He led the league in yards per target and per reception. Um, Ended up with eight touchdowns. That was the same as Tyreek Hill. So he just didn't need that kind of volume. He did it a different way. Yeah. You know, I, I look. You're explaining what you're thinking. You explain this at the time, right? So it's not it's not crazy to run the math that way and you know, things don't always shake out exactly as you as you think. I'm sure you had some good takes last year too, Tim. Yes, I, I have so and I'm, I'm sure th- I had one or two that were <laughs> less than hundred percent perfect. That's a nice setup for this episode. This is the reckoning. It's our third reckoning of uh of our storied uh, steel <laughs> podcast here. Right. And it's a lot of fun to do. It's fun to make some fun of ourselves, but also we'll be revisiting some of our really solid takes from 2022 as well. I tried to pick clips that were 
good and or bad. Well, not and. They wouldn't be good and bad. So good or bad. But we're also entertaining in some way, hopefully. Some of them are just pure goodness or badness. But my, my brain is now just thinking about whether you could have a take that is simultaneously good and bad. And I think you can. I think that your process could be right. But the but you might miss a piece or I don't know. Yeah, doesn't matter. My brain. I'm just thinking about that, I so think, I'm distracted. I, I think that's a thing in uh, fantasy football: that having the right process but a different outcome. Yeah, I'm gonna hold on to that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well, I got one for you, Sean. I'm not Uh-oh. the only one that missed the mark in that episode. Mm. Uh, in this clip, you are laying down the expectations for Allen and Robinson's season. Oh, that sounds. This sounds like it's gonna be wonderful. <laughs> it's it's really good. Here we go. Now he goes to the Rams. Matt Stafford just had through 41 last year. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's This is not close. He's the best quarterback by far. It's you you have it's, you have been eating uh McDonald's chicken nuggets and then now you got some filet mignon, right? Like it's I mean, those are pretty close for me. <laughs> <laughs> you say that you haven't when's the last time you had a, a chicken McNugget? It's been a while. Have you ever, have you ever reheated one in the microwave? Like this pink slime comes like oozing out of them. They're gross. I don't ever have any leftover. I am honestly. <laughs> How about the fat one? I'm honestly a sucker for breaded chicken. I will eat it in but any form. But that's not form. chicken. <laughs> All right. So I see the stages set for a significantly large uptick in TD production for Robinson. The idea that at 28, 29 years old, Alan Robinson is washed, I don't buy it. (laughs) Uh, You know, I was 100% right about about, about the McNuggets. Well, (laughs) you can have a good and a bad take at the same time. There you go. There's an example. Robinson ended up with three touchdowns and 339 yards (sighs) last season. Now, was that a significant touchdown uptick? Yeah. uh, No, but truth like you know i not that i i think that i think stafford was like unusually bad and and very explainable why right like at the time no one told me his his elbow was all messed up and he's gonna be hurt all year do i think that that would have made the difference and all of a sudden alan robinson would have had a great year probably not probably not but um, but I do think that was that was the the major piece of the problem was was the quarterbacking was just not what you go from winning a Super Bowl and forty one touchdowns to you know nothing. Would you would you be pursuing Robinson going forward? Um, or no, is he actually no. washed? I mean, I think I just think you can't invest in it. Like I think like maybe is he a guy that could like come back from the dead? Yeah. Maybe sure, but like you're you're if he's on someone's roster, you don't want his salary because you can get him for free, right? And you know, um, so you just wait till somebody get he gets cut, and if he's the guy that you want to just like throw a hail mary on, fine. That's about it. that's what I think of him right now. Sure. All right. Well, we just that was that was there was a lot of, of words in there said not not all of them about football. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I w- like I said, I was trying to pick some clips that 
maybe hopefully we're somewhat entertaining. Yeah, no, that's worth, a good one. Worth maybe hearing again. <laughs> he, I have another clip here uh, referring to my eating habits. Okay. Uh, and, and my thoughts on Matthew Stafford. Uh, this came from the I'm Too Sexy for My Rank episode this year. I just think if you can get a guy, I think he's got a really good shot at finishing as a top-end quarterback one again. And uh, I think he's... if. Worst case scenario, he's going to exceed that quarterback 14 ADP. Uh, in fact, if he doesn't, Sean, shocked. Yeah, do I'll do? eat. I'll eat a frog. No, really? You and I will both eat a frog. I'm not going to eat a frog. I'm not. I'm not giving the frog bet for Matt Stafford. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just. You know, I save it. Okay. I'm not going to just throw it out there, but it's fine. I will make sure that you eat the frog. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> now. We started a little earlier today yeah. than I had planned. I actually had planned to go get frog legs before I came over here I wouldn't today. even know where to get them. Well, that was the problem. Uh, like, Minneapolis is kind of a frog leg desert. <laughs> I, I, I had to cross the river into St. Paul to get my ooh, hands on frog legs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So, at, anyway, we like I said, we started got started where a little in Paul earlier. On University Avenue, like uh, frog... <laughs> It's Frog Town. It's in Frog Town? Yeah, not, not kidding. That's, that's a neighborhood what, in St. Paul. That's the neighborhood. It's yeah. right by my office. I wonder if I, I can pick up the frog legs for Well, you. I do I do want to taste them because I have never eaten frogs. So I feel like maybe. I can't remember if I have or if I haven't. It'll be tough because I hope that I said something. Uh, did, did any of my, just for people who haven't been with us all the time, like several times in the last couple of years, I've said, if such and such thing happens, I'm going to eat a frog, and that's and that's where that started. Um, I don't know why, but that's that was what I said. I don't think I've had to eat a frog yet. I don't think you have. It, it's it, this reckoning episode. It's a little hit or miss on what I what I find. So uh, I, I wish I, I, I wish I had one of those machines. You know, like I could I, type well, in my favorite one. In this I'll is eat that a frog. You just yeah. talked about Stafford. I was high on Stafford as well. But you weren't I, I, willing to eat a frog. But I was not or? willing to eat a frog. So now I feel like I almost have to not join you with the frog. He was being ranked as the quarterback 14 preseason. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Well, he ended up as the quarterback 30. He was in the 30s, both <laughs> overall and points per game. So yeah, not a good year. Nope. So I will be eating frogs later, but they will be fried. Oh, I, I, did, I did not specify it had to be raw or anything like that or that you have to eat the whole thing. It was... It was my out was like the, the French do it, like you know. It's got to be fine. It's got to be fine. Right. Put some sauce on those frogs. Right. You're good. So, um, you just mentioned the eat a frog bit was was yours. You also had a bit this season about uh, Houston and uh, <laughs> it's a problem. Houston here. Uh, being sexy or not, and your trip to Houston. So, um, <laughs> uh, I've got this clip here. Uh, and it contains some excellent analysis on Zach Ertz on your part. This is from Pushing Your Chips In. I'm glad it was Zach Ertz and not Zach Wilson. <laughs> I basically think that he gets a discount because he's one of these guys that, as I said, he's he's like uh, the unsexiest thing outside of the Houston Jacksons. Um, so here's the thing, though. We need to get a figure out a listener that's in the Houston area. That's, so I can that apologize. We can, we can apologize too when you say that. Look, all I can tell you is my one experience in Houston was a fun experience. <laughs> are you are you are you ever going to tell this story? No. Okay. At any rate, so the uh, 
but here's the thing. So I, I throw his name out there. I, I probably should have made this more clear from the beginning. I'm not Allen and Zach Hertz. These are all the reasons why it, he, it's, this is like a false. Oh, this is geez. a false. Yeah, this is and, here's, and because it's it's all about D Hop. And and Zach Ertz had a nice year. Yeah. When when he was healthy, but yeah. you were spot on. I went back and looked at his targets with D Hop and without. Zach Ertz was averaging eight and a half targets per game when D Hop was out, and that dropped to four and a half targets per game when he came back. Now, Ertz put up a couple touchdowns when right. when Hopkins came back, and so that kept his you can't production up. Predict that stuff, right? Right. I don't. But, I, I basically spend very little time trying to predict touchdowns because I feel like it's yeah, fluky. It, it's it is. Does a guy get the ball in the end zone or on the goal line? Is he getting targets? I, I do care about some of that, but for volume, I don't. Right. So yeah, I think uh, I just thought that was that was good analysis. And we, I'm going to give you one more chance to share your your Houston experience. <laughs> it's a long story. I don't think it's podcast. <laughs> I don't think it's podcast. Let's just, hmm. Let's just say Bodie and I and a couple other guys uh, had had to get a hotel uh, on our way out of the country. We're going to Honduras. And, uh, uh, you know, there's some other people at the hotel that are having a good time. Okay. And I'm guessing your paths crossed. There. Yeah, paths crossed. A okay, bit. all right. There's a convention of sorts there. Well, maybe, maybe we'll just kind of parse this story out. Just you get... might get the story if you listened very consistently to the podcast. You might get little dribs and drabs. Maybe that, that's the way to do it. Okay, all right. The way nobody can put the whole thing together unless they're going willing, willing to do the reckoning. They can't put the whole thing together and tell the whole story. Right. Right. There you go. Okay. Well, in this next clip, I was I was so close to getting this one right about DP Jones, Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, but then I kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the problem. Always That's the usually problem. my problem, but yeah. All right. Uh, we'll have a listen here. <laughs> I would argue he's had the chance. He's proven he's just a big play guy. I think the NFL evaluators got it right when they let him drop to the sixth round. Okay. So, he well, you've already given you you've, you've already given your conclusion. Then you should have I, finished I, with him. I have. I probably should, but <laughs> let, I'll just. This is just a bonus. Some All bonus right, so, content. So, for, who is going to catch the ball? I think David Bell's the guy. <laughs> oh my so god! Close. These things are—they're ki- killing me every time because you cut them right when the ridiculous thing is said, <laughs> and. Um, uh, and it just is, it's, it's uh, that, that harp sound. It's just, it's just getting me this year. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I actually went to get this Donovan Peoples Jones clip as a win for me. And then, <laughs> and then that was at the end. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it's, I guess it's a loss after all. Yeah. How, how, how'd things end up for DB? Well, he was the wide receiver 42 overall to finish the season. Uh, he's, he's playable. I mean, maybe. I mean, he actually was spot starter. He actually was close to being the second best pass catcher in Cleveland points per game wise. And Joku beat him, but it wasn't by that much. And points per game, yeah. Because uh, Joku missed a bunch of time. Yeah, but points per game uh, kind of negates that, right? So yeah. So he had 
Njoku had 8.1 points per game, and Donovan Peoples-Jones had 7.7 points per game, so Mm -hmm. they weren't as far apart as I would have guessed. Um, I just was more wrong about David Bell. He ended up as the wide receiver 119 overall. Yeah. I mean, he had just like 30 catches maybe. It helps in the NFL if you can get open. (laughs) It's usually helpful. And he was a guy I I just didn't like his – I mean, not that I'm always right. It just he was a guy that I watched his video. I was just like, I just don't see how this is going to happen. Now, maybe he figures it out, but he's got to get a lot faster or something. Yeah, I mean, both of us saw that on film where he he did not gain separation at all, but he was still catching passes. He caught Vo- volume still occurred. Yeah, yeah, and he caught so many passes. Uh, he went to Purdue, right? If I remember uh-huh. right. Yeah. Um, he just was very productive there. I think he had over a thousand yards every season there. So I was like, he's fine. Who needs separation? Well, all all the guys who just look at numbers like him, they liked him. Right. And, uh, you know, I suspect film guys liked him less. And, um, but I, and I consider myself a film guy and I, like I said, he would be covered and just come down with the, with the ball every time. So I was like, if it work, if it's working there, it, a good chance it's going to work in the NFL. Well, certainly did not work in the NFL this year. No, no. All right. Well, let's go back to talking sexy, Sean. Okay, I'm, I'm in. All right. This time you're talking about Mike Williams. This mm. is from the "I'm Too Sexy for My Rank" episode. So there's a lot of reasons to think that they're going to keep on doing what they're doing. Consider that also that he's only just barely 27 years age. He's likely to have three high-level years at least going forward. Uh, You're looking at a guy who is likely to be the dominant fantasy producer in a high-powered offense over the next three years. So he is sexy. So I put this one in there kind of because I wanted to talk about it a little bit. He ended up, Mike Williams ended up as the wide receiver 23. Was that overall points per game? That's uh, points per game. So, yeah, so that's, you know, uh, I don't know, like a low-end wide receiver, too, is exactly sexy. So I'm going to say that's a miss. Long-term, I I still believe in what I said. Yeah, we, we Herbert had a really a Herbert, down year. Yeah, and he was hurt. We talked about injuries and whatnot. I, if I'm, I mean, you played part of that clip. I think I was focused on just kind of like the next – not just this year. Sometimes, sometimes we're out of context theater. Mm-hmm. We are sometimes talking about this year, and sometimes we're talking about for the next couple of years. And I think that was large. My large point is you're going to get a couple uh, good years out of Mike Williams, and, yeah. and I think I, I still, I kind of still feel that way. I think I, the odds that Herbert, this is going to be next year's reckoning. The odds that Herbert continues to be really mediocre, I think, are low. So. I, you know, I, I, maybe there's another buy window here. Yeah. And Williams did have some nice games, but just kind of, eh. Yeah. I I mean, that said, like, you know, like he missed a little bit of time, um, but like he wasn't the only one there. Like, so like arguably there are some other things you could say that, that, uh, um, that might not bode well for him. Right. Right. If, if he's got more target competition or whatnot, but I still think, He's going to be a solid player for for a bit. Yeah, I'm not steering clear of Mike Williams, for sure. Now, 
we we went back to Mike Williams being sexy, uh, mm. but there's nothing sexier than me in a camping chair, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> or you being right. That's also sexy, at least for you. Yeah, so, I mean, that's yeah, sure. So we're gonna listen in. We're going. We're going way. I'm back. not entirely sure. I don't know what's coming, but the camping chair is is got me wondering, In, intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. This this interested, this, interested, <laughs> very interested. Suddenly not interested. Suddenly at not all. interested at all. Uh, this one comes from a ways back. This is from our. 2021 surprises will they continue in 2022 episode i don't know if that was the actual title but that's That's what we were talking about yeah um so you here in this clip you're you're talking about ben roethlisberger and deontay johnson so Mm. all right that that's why we're hearing about big ben here Mm. so if you're looking at how well he can throw the football um, and we just watched him play the Vikings. Like his arm looked okay, yeah, but it seems like it's a lot more effort for him to make those throws. Um, so he's number thirty-three in air yards per attempt. He looks like when he's about to throw it, he looks like me trying to get up out of a camping chair. <laughs> I I have to kind of really get the physics down right with my body to kind of get things moving the way I need them to go. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think it's even worse for me, but yeah. So, so I don't even know how I could recover from that. Sorry. I got a visual in my head. Of sorry. You struggling to get out of a chair. Because you've actually seen it. I, but I'm telling you, I would never comment on it because it's worse for me. But I, I just look at this, his, his, where he's at right now, and I see this is his, this is his ceiling. I don't, I, I don't, he's not going to have being somebody who's going to force feed him the ball with this kind of volume in the future. And, it is, and I think if Big Ben somehow were to come back, which I'd Again, I don't think it's going to happen. Then maybe, but but other than that, he's going to see less volume, and it's not that he's not great, um, but I don't think you're going to see him as a as a wide receiver one uh, ever again. <laughs> I wasn't sure because it was talking about Ben Roethlisberger in the present, so I, right. this must have been like before he. Hung him up. This was, I think, December December of 2021. So you went way back. I went way back. Yeah, you threw me off with that one. Um, Yeah, but you were right. You're spot on about Deontay Johnson. Well, I mean, it's one year. He's got many more years where he can be a wide receiver one. But for this season, you were right. He's not a wide receiver one. In fact, he wasn't a wide receiver. Three, two or three. Yeah, he was he was wide receiver thirty eight overall this season. Wide receiver fifty three in points per game. So things weren't great. No, and and the quarterback situation wasn't great. Well, I mean it, 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 it. Big Ben couldn't throw the ball very far, but at least he could throw five yard passes with efficiency. Uh, Kenny Pickett also can't throw the ball very far, like you know probably further than Big Ben, but. Um, doesn't have that kind of efficiency. And there's, you know, George Pickens is going to, as the season went on, he just took more and more of the, of the pie. Right. So, right. So we, yeah, we might, it might, this might've been a prediction, long-term prediction. I, I might retain he would have to find, wind up in like the perfect spot. Right. Right. And it's like, you know, guys like Juju, like he's never gotten kind of like that volume that he had, early in his career in Pittsburgh with Antonio Brown and, and Big Ben and whatnot. Like 
he's you know he's playing with a great quarterback, but he's still not going to be a wide receiver one. So I think I, I feel I feel like I, I could. I feel like I could double down on this bet. You stand behind that one. Yeah. All right. I was self-deprecating in that last clip, Sean, mm. and I and I wanted to know the opposite of self-deprecating. Are you talking about the chair being able to get out of a chair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was making fun of myself. Sure. So I landed on. For, for the, the record, I said I'm worse though. That's true. Yeah, you were <laughs> not making fun of me. Uh, so I landed There's on empathy. S- em- <laughs> yeah. I landed on self aggrandizing in this clip that's a big word it is so uh i'm i'm gonna quote a former president in this in this clip here okay all right all right dj moore is our next wide receiver 58 right now three weeks into the season for me dj moore it's it's a case of fool me once shame on you fool me five times (laughs) shame on me uh Moore has never finished higher than the wide receiver 18. Now, wide receivers, too, have plenty of value. But the fact is that DJ Moore, in his fifth season here, is still being ranked by attitude of the people mm-hmm. as, a, as a number one, a low-end wide receiver one. Yeah. And he's just never, he's never done that. And he's, we, there's no indication that he's going to do it this year. Do you know the quarterback i was quoting or not quarterback president president um, i was quoting which which what was the words that were the presidential it was, quote it was the fool me once oh, shame oh on. it won't be fooled again yeah it won't be fooled again i started i was quoting yeah former no. president yeah yeah no that was uh that was w that was won't get fooled again yeah i, I remember that's a, a funny quote i like that so uh dj moore just he was like i mentioned in the clip Going, being ranked as a low-end wide receiver one. He ended up as the wide receiver 22 overall and 36 in points per game. And it's just what he's done his entire career. Yeah, it, He has not played with great quarterbacking, but I have to see that that's on its way for me to think differently. And honestly, like I, some certain guys get – you you hear oh uh, this guy can't is a can't miss prospect or whatever like that and everybody has their different opinions about that but like there's some people some guys that seem to the take lock seems to to stick if they're if they're okay for a while then it's like remember I said this guy was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread by the way sliced bread not a great thing no actually it dries the bread out it just, it's, it's actually they got to put a lot of stuff into the bread to. So you're eating a lot of like garbage because they sliced the bread. I just learned this. Like it has to be a certain consistency the for the thing, machine. It's the to worst like thing since sliced bread. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, sorry, I I was talking all over your the the. the oh, I was say, and... I was wondering if like the stuff they add to the bread to make it sliceable, like is it because the bread has to be a certain consistency for the machine? No, that... it's because once you slice it it's going to lose its freshness faster. Yeah. And so it's just, a, it's it's why you can have a, a loaf of Wonder Bread on a shelf for like, I don't know. You, if I was if I had to build a bomb shelter, I'd put some Wonder Bread so in there. It'd, it'd bread. be good for the next 10 years. Anyway, um, so way huge digression <laughs> here. That wasn't in the doc. Uh, so I think that, I think that the, yeah, I, I don't see where this is changing. Maybe it will change, but... 
like people sometimes need to just kind of like get off their take that they had when this guy was coming in as a rookie and 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 maybe he's not going to be what you wanted him to be yeah he's just a guy now like he he might end up being a really good receiver at some point he's just a guy now where i if that happens i'm not going to be sad if i miss out yeah. on him like i'm not going to go grab him unless he's like the wide receiver one and would have won you a title then of course then you'll be sad. True. You'll be like, why? Oh my gosh, I can't believe McGuire talked me into, into. No, I'm kidding. That's well, your, and your take. <laughs> and Carolina, I mean, they could acquire a quarterback this offseason. There's several sure. of them out there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing that could happen. It could. Yeah, right. The Jets could win the Super Bowl. They could if they get the right quarterback. They actually could. Uh, Don't you it, think they got a pretty good team there? They got some pieces that seem to be in place. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Maybe more likely in New York than Carolina. Yeah, okay. I think so. All right. I think I must have been tired when I was working on this part of the doc because I'm referring to another former president, and it's a real reach. But I'm going to test you on this one to see if you can okay. see the connection to a, another president here. Uh, I'll just play the clip. I think we mentioned the player up front. So, Kenny G? Kenny G. So this is... We put him on this document because he feels like a guy. He feels like a guy that you would want to move uh, because he sucked last year, right? Right. Talking uh, about Galladay. Yeah. I assume people know, but... Is there another Kenny G? Could there be a different Kenny G? Oh, there's the saxophone player, but we probably wouldn't be talking about him. Fantasy saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the sexy sax man? No, that's, no. that's an old YouTube guy. He was just like walk up into situations and start with like shirtless and blowing a saxophone. Was there funny. was, there was also a Saturday night live skit where it was one of these like, uh, sell on TV albums. Right. And it would, and it was like the, the saxophone stylings of so-and-so. And it's like running down, like the, 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 the screen is showing like all the names of the running songs down the it. song titles. And meanwhile, well, people, people didn't ever, no one listening to this podcast ever experienced these commercials, which were a staple of the eighties. Sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, but one of the Saturday night live, you know, cast is on the side blowing into a, a saxophone and just, and it's one note, the entire commercial, just, you know, different <laughs> rhythms, but it's like the jazz stylings of, you know, saxophony sax. And it's like, it's the same thing. The same whole time. note. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a trumpet. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know if I can do a sax sound. Uh, it's either a trumpet or like some kind of rusty can, can trombone. You... Can you, oh my, can you do a sax sound with your mouth? Um, I'm not going to do it on, on, on the air, okay. but if, I can do a tremendous sax sound on, uh, oh, but you pay, you make people pay for Yeah, that. yeah, you gotta pay it's for It's on that. your YouTube channel? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, so Kenny G, here's the thing. Uh, I think you might be affected by the draft. Yes. Actually. In a good way. <laughs> I was thinking, about it. This whole time, I was thinking this is your take, and he threw me under the bus. All right, talk what? about a digression. Yeah, that was that was not good. Thanks for listening through that, thieves. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't believe I said something positive about Kenny G. I yeah. think it's your guy. I'm I'm really surprised myself. But I think I think I was trying to make you. I think it was the therapy session. I think I was trying to help you out. And you thought the uh, I think the point your point was that the Giants might draft a quarterback. Oh, 
I think is what you were talking about. This is before the draft, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. This came from uh, pre, yeah pre-draft dynasty dumps. So this was definitely pre-draft. Should but have dumped he, him, right? Oh my gosh, Kenny G. Uh, it was biblically bad. Six receptions, six receptions, eighty-one yards, and a touchdown in twelve games. Yeah, I. Ooh. That's so much money being spent on so little production. Biblically bad. So when I see biblically bad, I think there's got to be a lot of smiting. <laughs> I stole the term. There's a local uh, radio personality that uses biblically bad. What? What's the presidential? Well, that's. It was a stretch. Like, that's I'm I, like a. I know political guy I, a little what, bit. I, that's why I think I just was super tired when I was working on this or something. But uh, didn't Bill Clinton play the saxophone? He did. Yeah, that, I think that was what I was thinking. Arsenio Hall, yeah. Yeah. And everybody thought, oh, I have to vote for this person because he can play the saxophone. Well, it worked. It, he ended up in the White House. He did. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's talk about uh, Austin Eckler here. All right. This is another clip. This is from the Too Hot to Handle Overrated episode. Eesh. Rushing touchdowns. If we just look at rushing, again, starting in 2017, he had two, yeah. three, yeah. three, okay. one, yeah. and then got 12 last year. <laughs> Wait a second. One of them is not like the other. Exactly. So like you mentioned early on, uh, like, like winter in Game of Thrones, regression is coming. Mm. He did regress. He did. He dropped from 20 touchdowns in 2021 to 18 touchdowns last season. And he dropped a half point per game. Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> so a, I was that's right. You were right. Yeah. I have two questions when I hear that. One, mm -hmm. I, for some reason, we I said 12 touchdowns. We were talking about, or one of us was counting how many touchdowns. I think it was you maybe yeah. counting the touchdowns. And you said 12, but it was 20. It was just rushing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. I. I had, uh, okay. And the second is crickets. Yeah. We did that episode outside. I th here. Yes. I think either you or maybe a family member maybe was questionably COVID or something like that. Or I had and the a weather was probably nice. Or I had a family member that had COVID and the weather was nice. So we just decided to do it outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, yeah, I, I kind of enjoy those. I kind of miss the crickets. I do too. It's I when I listen back to we those. We should get like a cricket sound and just have it playing in the background so people you can't tell. Right. Or just do it outside. It's too cold right yeah, now. There's no crickets there's right no, now. There's no I'll crickets tell you that. in the winter. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Austin Eckler, obviously I was off the mark there. He was the guy that you wanted at running back this season. So... But this is the reckoning. That's, that's, and that's I got to face bit, the music. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit of, I, you know, you explained your process, you explained your thinking. I was there right with, right there with you. So um, you can't be right all the time. You cannot. You can try. But all right, we're going to finish up with a couple of high notes here, Sean. We've got, uh, well, this one comes from Stash, Cash, or Trash, where we're talking about fourth-year players. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I'll just let it run. I think we say the name of this player as well early on. So, so it's just, for me, it's the question of how long do you want to wait for scary Terry to break out? He, to me, he's the DJ Moore of the 2019 Ooh. class. Ooh. They're, Ooh. they're 
stats are remarkably they similar. Are. 1,100 yards, four touchdowns, five touchdowns. Um, and it's, it's just the same story. It's these talented receivers that aren't, Me, they're not scoring touchdowns yeah. and so everybody, we keep waiting for them to break out. So for me, I would, I would take this opportunity to cash in again. He had a better year this year. He had a much better year. Yeah. He was, he ended up as the wide receiver 14 overall, 24 in points per game. Uh, in terms but, of overall finish, it was yeah a lot better than he had done previously. Yes, yes, and I don't know as he you because you uh, are intimately acquainted with, uh, with him because he's <laughs> I don't know about intimately, he's but on your, more um, more intimately he's on your roster though. Is he as yeah. he um, I know he was healthy all year this year. I yeah. assume he's missed some some games previous years, and that's I mean a little bit, a little bit. Um, I so I. You know, uh, I mean, you're calling this a win. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I share that opinion. I'll tell you why. Um, the reason is, and I know ultimately you're going to go back to points per game. It still was kind of mediocre. Um, I think that's why I called it a win. Right. I think his value though today is greater than it was this time last year. Yeah. So. Even with like the uncertainty at quarterback, I guess it was fairly uncertain last year too. It was, uh, well, yeah, people were like, "Oh, Carson Wentz, right?" right? But like, the, like hear that hear that come out of your mouth. Ooh, Carson Wentz, like, right. and um, and you know he was good a little bit for a little bit, and then you know, but ultimately, like it was the same story. He did more with it, Carson Wentz, at all. And and extras, whoever, because he was he didn't play the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, it was better quarterback play than he had gotten previous years overall. Um, I'm, you know, I've showed my hand on this a little bit. I'm I'm high on the possibilities with Sam Howell. Yeah. And so, yeah, is this is this gold or is this fool's gold? Is there? But I just think ultimately, like, I I think that he is going to go through a stretch here where he is pretty consistently in that range where he was last year. The the 14 range or the the wide yeah. receiver 24 range. The 14 range. Yeah. I think I think I think he's going to go through a stretch where he's where he is more productive. He's not going to do what DJ Moore did and and actually kind of fade. That's that's where I currently am thinking Sam Howell could be a, a yet another bust. And this time next year, we could be being like, why were you relying on a fifth-round quarterback, right? Um, Or maybe they draft somebody. They could, like, I'm talking about Sam Howell as if I know he's going to be the starting quarterback next year. That's what we know today. I mean, that's how he's being talked about. He's being talked about there. But, like, you know, you. but ultimately, my only point is, is you didn't have to sell him this time last year. If you were inclined to do that, you could do it this year, too. I'm not, probably not going to sell Scary Terry, but the other factor that needs you need to consider is Jahan Dotson, who who has shown himself to uh, belong in the NFL at a minimum, and that if the quarterback play could improve, and Scary Terry's numbers could actually get worse. Well, or um, you know we've seen it where you add a good receiver and it helps the other receiver. It could. Yeah. It just I don't takes think, coverage I don't, away. I don't think that Terry was having a hard time beating any. No, that's, that, that's, that's not his issue. He, there are some, like that might help Kenny Galladay, <laughs> but I don't know 
that it's. Oh, gonna... you're you're back on the Kenny nah, G train. I'm on the Kenny G train, but uh, but I, I, I that the that's not the problem that McLaurin has been suffering from. I don't think it's the inability to get to get open. No, right? you're correct. That's yeah. like a juju thing, right? He's not really. He needs something else to help him get open. Anyway, yeah, I think as I've already compared McLaurin to DJ Moore, and I like. I, I won't I, I hope it happens for you I really do um but I I'm not gonna be sad if I miss out if you on miss that, out on well that the thing out. about McLaurin though is is like the real reason to sell him is he's not young that's true he's, he's an, he is surprisingly old because he got he came into the NFL so old and so you know how many years is he going to be really good like that to me is the more interesting question mm-hmm. like maybe now is the time to sell him um I think there's still, as I said, a window, but that window is not as long. In a salary cap league, maybe it matters less, depending on what where your contract situation is, just because, you, but you're not, you know, you're going to keep him for the next 10 years because he's probably not have 10 years in the league. Right. Where is he, 27? I think, he, Some, I think somewhere he's in 27, that 28, yeah. Yeah. All right. Finally, we, we needed to put this into the, to the show today, Sean, because we... We are the industry standard for uh, covering kickers and defenses. McLaurin is 27. He'll be 28 next season. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we, we just had to get a, a defense or a kicker clip in here, and this is the I, one. Yeah. Um, sneaky good replacement. Actually, Los Angeles Chargers have an amazing Week 16 and Week 17 matchups versus the Colts and the Rams, and you can imagine – that those are two teams that are just going in the crapper, mm-hmm. and um, and the Chargers are getting a little healthier. They've had a lot of problems with with injuries. They're ranked like number thirty. They're terrible. Like they have been terrible, but I can see that changing a little bit. It would be a bold play to go with them, but um, but but sometimes like matchups are are can be gold, and those are really good matchups. That was bold advice, and it paid off, Sean, if people took your advice. The Chargers were... Even I didn't take my own advice, I don't think. <laughs> the Chargers were the 30th... I had a decent defense, but... Who did you have? I can't remember. Okay. That's right. but... I remember thinking about... I remember literally thinking about, like, oh, geez, I mean... Maybe I should pick if I'm If I'm going to, you know, whatever, do... Like, in the rookie draft, I took players that I liked more than other people... Because I've had to be a man of my own convictions, right? And uh, I felt like pressure, even though no one is telling me, I felt like I should just do this. And then I looked at whoever I had, and I was like, oh, now they're... Yeah, I think, if I remember right, this was in particular a comment if you had the Eagles defense, because they had a rough road in the playoffs, I think it was. And so you were suggesting the Chargers as a replacement for them. The Chargers were the 30th-ranked defense weeks 1 to 11, and then this episode was recorded before week 12. They were the defense number five the rest of the season. Wow. Right? Like, that's, that's remarkable and, re- and good advice. I hope, I hope some people took it and won a championship with it. I, you know, what I'm really stuck on is the you saved the best for last, my best take, and it's on a defense. <laughs> well... <laughs> No, I had the Cowboys. I had the Cowboys. 
It's hard. It was hard to bench the Cowboys. That's what it was. It was okay. the Cowboys. Had, Maybe it's the okay. There are options, so they're off my roster, and that's, sure. I can't see them right away. But I had, the, I had the Cowboys, so it was. I considered it. Maybe I would have won the championship if I had done. It. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have saved that one for last. But it was nah, just so fine. good. It was just like it was. It was pretty spot how, on. <laughs> how do you tell people to pick up the thirtieth thirtieth ranked defense and start them in the playoffs? But man, I, I you know, uh, I'm did it. I'm a defense whisperer, I guess. <laughs> I wonder if if I was did you was I right about any of the kickers? I can't remember. I remember I feeling stronger about the defenses than the kickers. Yeah. Your kicker. Uh, I looked at that episode, obviously preparing for this, but Kerr was your kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was lower down, uh, but he also had been hurt, uh, earlier in the season. And mm-hmm. so, um, and played for the chiefs. So I just felt like the, the defense one was much more interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do we got coming up? Is this it? Are we done? That's it for the reckoning. Wow. Uh, are you feeling good or bad about yourself or I, a little bit of both? It's, it is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. You know, here's the thing is, is we do have a lot of uh, pretty good takes. And I was just thinking about a couple things. I don't know. If, I feel like we should do if we didn't do last year. I think we spent a lot of time on rookies, speaking of what's coming up. Yes. Uh, I feel like that we should do like a rookie reckoning. We probably should. We've kind of avoided doing that just because we wanted to give rookies a chance to, you know, sometimes they take a while to, yeah. to blossom. Would you need but... a two-year window to do that? Or maybe we just do it when we, because sometimes we talk about, we, we, we'll do, we'll get Bodie or somebody in here and we'll do like a rookie uh, rookie redraft or something like that if we can get those guys actually to show up. Um, but I think that's a thing. And then I feel like we should refer to when we do actually our rankings. I think we should call that the rankening. The <laughs> I like it. I'm just, will, will you remember that? No, because I won't either. No, you don't. the rankening. The rankening. Yeah, I think I don't know what the rankening is, but it feels like it feels like uh, it needs to happen. Yeah, I, I agree. I like it. Let's do it. All right. So yeah, we do. As you mentioned, we're going to start our our rookie coverage next I think week. Next week. So we got the combine. We got. Yep. We got. This is an, an exciting time. This is. Why I love franchise fantasy football so much is like it's it's the end of February and I'm just super excited about football. Uh, yeah, I think I think we have to have some mandates to watch Combine in the next week. Yep. In addition to Cocaine Bear. Yes. Yes. Cocaine. Which, by the way, I'm gonna have to miss the high school hockey game uh, for the playoff hockey game for Cocaine Bear. But my priorities are. are you got him straight. I got him straight. You're going to the movie. I'm going to the movie. That's good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to talking rookies next week. And until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Steel. Join our community on the Steel Pod Facebook group and follow us on Twitter at Steel Pod.